Recording live from a party boat being captained by Odell Beckham Jr. It's the Seahawks Nest Quick Shot. <laughs> is this Odell Beckham Jr. like just freaking out on the party boat? Wait, is it the SS Fred Smoot? No, yeah, I was going to say it's, uh, it's, 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 That's just what we call running, through, running it through the ochre patch, guys. Running it through the ochre patch. Oh, that's, a, that's a deep Fred Smoot reference for the for the real fans that's, out there. That's so gross. All right, so we, uh, we at NFL Quick Shot. Uh, Kevin. He is the leader in the clubhouse of 4-0 last week. That's right. Bringing myself to a season-long tie with Eric Ronovic. Mm. And then uh, Eric went 2-2 two and, two and I was Regular season and postseason yep. are right. different, by the way. It I'm was still easy. champ. It was okay, lot. then I'm ahead of you. It was I'll take lot, it. It was a lot easier for me to uh, to remember what, who everyone picked when there's only four games. That's right. We're, like, playing into Eric, we're playing into Nate's wheelhouse here. So uh, let's go in the order by which Vegas says are the best to worst game. So we're going to use the Vegas Insider Consensus. Oh, we're not starting we're gonna, worst? We're going to start with the worst game. Ah, okay. Okay, where okay. New England keeping. is favored by 16 <laughs> against the hapless Houston Texans. Ooh, I want to do this real quick. Uh, I did this for Eric because it's my favorite thing. So let's play one of these things is not like the others with overall season DVOA for teams still in the playoffs. The overall DVOA is for teams in the playoffs. We have the number one team. The number two team, the number three team, the number five team, the number six team, the number seven team, and the number twenty nine team. Yeah, and if you go if you go by way to DVOA, it's the top six, the fifteenth, and the twenty seventh. <laughs> oh, that's like, better. Like like <laughs> Seattle's been playing kind of bad lately, so they're they're fifteenth, and then Houston just way down there, cleaning the bottom of the floor, just oh, man. just sucking up the uh, the bottom there. Well, so, we to stretch this into any amount of talk. I was going to say, Austin, New England. The Houston Texans had the greatest game of the year for themselves last year against a college team, <laughs> the Raiders, <laughs> with all their players missing. Yeah, no one's no one's picking the Texans. I love, uh, I love. Houston. They aren't even in the NERG. I love Houston plus the sixteen. Man, that's about it. I don't even think I, I expect would take New that. England's backups to be in the game at some point. I think those are still better. Give me the Patriots. Patriots. I think New England's backups would win by five. Yeah, I was going to say they should start Garoppolo. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> All right, next game. Vegas Insider Consensus says that Atlanta will be favored by five against Seattle. Who do you boys like? We spent a whole podcast talking about this, so we don't need to go deep on the breakdown. Just give me the Seahawks. I'm picking the Falcons. I'm in full-on reverse jinx mode. Come on, Kevin. Kevin is really considering. He, he's staring pensively at a piece of paper. That's that's a fact. That's good radio right there. Uh, I'll tell you this. Atlanta's offense is legendary. They're very, very good. There are a few offenses that are better. And I'm picking Seattle. There are hardly any playing better right now. Uh, the injury to Earl Thomas is going to make it very challenging for the Seahawks. To that cover. will, but there's a lot of other reasons. that, If you listen to our other podcast, you will hear as to why I'm optimistic. All right, Dallas favored by four and a half against the Green Bay Packers. I'm actually kind of stunned by this line. I really would have thought that the Packers would be only favored by maybe. Uh, you mean the Cowboys? I mean the Cowboys would only be favored by like three because the Packers are so hot. That's the storyline, right? But the, Dallas is Dallas, and it's the playoffs. The Packers are on fire. I'm putting it in quotes. They are playing really good, but their defense still is kind of a suspect, <laughs> questionable to say the least. Uh, who do you like in this one? Let's start with Eric. Man, I've I've had faith in the Packers all year, and it's it's not like good faith. Like it's like, damn it, they're gonna win. Damn it, they're gonna win. Uh, I've also ha- had this belief that the Cowboys are not going to go far in the playoffs. If there's one team that's gonna knock them off, it's gonna be now. 
and it's going to be the Packers. So give me the Packers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers isn't playing out of his mind, so I can see why you'd be leaning in that direction. Kevin, do you agree? You ready Dak to follow Prescott Eric is a rookie pack? quarterback playing in his first playoff game. And didn't Dallas win, or didn't Green Bay win in Dallas against Dallas in the regular season? Not this year. Da- Only the Dallas Giants is fourteen Dallas. and two. They've lost. No, the Giants are the ones who did. Giant, giant. They are two. The Giants are two and zero oh against. That the does Giants. give uh, Green Bay a transient victory against. <laughs> are you going to engage in some uh, NFL math here? Well, uh, so Seattle beat the Cardinals, and the Cardinals beat the. Yeah, so I'm going to do my best Scott Steiner impression. Yeah. Um. You know what? Get on board, man. Everyone's loving the Packers this week. It's Packers Love Fest week. Plus a week off Aaron for Rogers, the Cowboys. Aaron Rodgers has like an 80% completion percentage on Hail Marys where one of his wide receivers commits offensive pass interference. <laughs> well, in the words of Troy well, Aikman. What are you going with, Nate? Me? I'm picking Dallas. Dallas has an identity. They're going to run the football. Their secondary is good. Uh, Sean Lee goes sideline to sideline and makes sure that they don't get beat up too bad in the run. I like mm-hmm. Dallas quite a bit in this game. Uh, I think Dallas it, Dallas's secondary matches up really well against Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay goes really one dimensional and vanilla when they get when bad stuff starts to happen, and I just kind of see that going this way. Uh, yes, Aaron Rodgers is hot. Yes, Aaron Rodgers is good. Um, and Dallas is starting their second best quarterback. Let's be honest. I think Tony Romo has a better chance to win a Super Bowl than Dak Prescott does. That being said, Dak Prescott is probably what the. 15th best quarterback in the NFL as opposed to Tony Romo's 10th. It's not like he's that bad. I'm I really like Dallas for a different reason. And that's because I think that Rodgers is going to carve him up. I think their secondary isn't that great and they're a little bit banged up. Pro Football Focus is number 1 ranked secondary, not that great. I'm just saying, dude, they're real their secondary has been if you look at metrics, their metrics they rank out very Barry Church, Morris Claiborne, Brandon Carr, these guys have played really but well Morris, this season. Morris Claiborne's injured. Okay, but I mean, they, they as the season as a whole, like, right. they've been a very good secondary. I agree, but I think the big thing is Zeke Elliott can allow the uh, Dallas Cowboys to play keep away. I think they're going to get a lead. I think they're going to kind of squat on it. They're going to run the ball a lot, and they'll be able to run the ball against Green Bay. So I'm going to pick Dallas. All right, Two Dallases and a Green Bay. Unbelievable. All right, the next game is the big one. Uh, Kansas City has been... They opened even money, but Kansas City's now favored by one and a half. Can Andy Reid's... Uh, Church's chicken menu. <laughs> Take on. <laughs> Rude. Uh, t- what? Come Rude. On. There Take are on. so many good eats places in Kansas City. You know he's doing better than that. Yeah, okay, whatever. So, can his. Uh, Big Wellies barbecue can his, or something? Can his pancake, Arthur Bryant's pancake barbecue. House. <laughs> it's just, he's, he, he's, he's a Waffle House guy. You know it. Like, he just eats at Waffle House. And All right, anyway. Uh, Omar Epps and the Pittsburgh Steelers are coming into town. <laughs> God. Just keep, let me keep the memes going. <laughs> Who do you guys like in this game? This is, I think, the best game on the slate. I think both of these teams are very good, and both teams can significantly challenge Kansas City, or I mean, sorry, New England next week. Pittsburgh is finally healthy, and a healthy Pittsburgh has a shot at being the best team in the NFL. And with those things in place, their defense is coming together. They had a young secondary. They were relying on a lot of um, first and second year players. And I think they're really stepping up and gelling. The defense went from like bottom half of the league to by season's end, sitting at 11th in defensive DVOA. And their defense does something really specific, and that's they get super physical. They commit borderline. 
personal fouls. They are the Constantly. dirtiest team. They are the dirtiest and team. That's and, not coached by Greg Williams. And they just really push it. Like they push the edges of what the refs are willing to allow oh, personal fouls. And it, it's given them an edge in the same way that the Seahawks have an edge because they almost borderline pass interfere on every play. Yeah, they're they're daring you to call it every time, and they're not going to because it would bog the game. I think this should be a really good game, but I'm going to trust Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's offense to play better against Kansas City's defense than Kansas City's offense will play against Pittsburgh's defense. But I wouldn't be surprised if Kansas City pulled it out. I'm going Pittsburgh, though. Man, uh, my my like... God, New England, Dallas, Pittsburgh. No wonder I had to pick Seattle. Uh, it's the worst. Because I hate everyone Seriously. else I picked. My dark horse for the Super Bowl is uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. And if I'm sticking to that, i got to stick with Kansas City in this game. I like Kansas City a lot. The only thing is if their defense encounters just a little too much physicality in return, which the Steelers can dole out, they kind of they become vulnerable. But give me the Chiefs just because I want the Chiefs. And it seems like this week I'm picking... The team I want and the team I hate, and this is the team I want in the AFC. Well, so go Chiefs. Let me, uh, let me make something clear: is that there's there's a big difference. Both these teams have pretty good offenses. Pittsburgh's is slightly better. Both these teams have pretty good defenses. I would say that uh, Kansas City's is slightly better, right? But then you go into the third phase of the game, the special teams, and I really, really, really like. Uh, Kansas City special teams. Tyreek Hill, for all of his uh, personality flaws, I don't know any other way to put it. This guy seems like a scumbag. Let's just say that. <laughs> but he is an he is a difference maker. They are number two DVOA in on the season in special teams, and it's mostly because they get a ton of value out of punt and kick returns because of Tyreek Hill. Um, I know Justin Houston is potentially hurt, and I'm reserving my right to change my pick based on if Justin Houston plays or not. Because if he doesn't play, I actually really like Pittsburgh in this spot. If he does play, I'm going with Kansas City. So, okay. so I'll mark you down as Kansas City with the ability to forget that you're going to be able to change it and then change it halfway through the game. No, no, no. It, it's literally if Justin Houston doesn't play, but he's expected to play right now, which makes me makes me want to officially pick Kansas City. But if, if it comes out on Saturday, oh, he's like, he can't run, you know, he's not going to play, I, I'm jumping ship. Put all my chips on Pittsburgh. They're not going to be able to slow the run game down without all their linebackers. So, yep, that's it. That's that's my picks. Uh, it's time for our two-minute MVP talk. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, you have something We're else? We're talking no? some Jacksonville Jaguars football. <clears throat> because uh, they have hired Tom Coughlin as vice president and Doug Marone as head coach, which is both somehow very boring and very cool. I was gonna say, isn't like I could not care less about this. I don't. <laughs> the Jaguars suck. Me and Kevin suck. wanted to talk Jaguars. All right, I'm really glad this means Nate can eat off mic. There you go. <laughs> I just feel like like Gus Bradley is looking at Doug Marone, as, or he can vengeance eat on Mike. Depending. Like, why did the Jaguars choose him? Like the you know the the Default gilded button, the gilded coach. lover. Like Marone is shorter. He's uglier. I don't like his voice. Like this guy doesn't have what I have. It's. You know I feel has, bad for Gus Bradley. You know what he has that Gus Bradley doesn't have? Don't a winning season as an NFL coach. Uh, a win, it's, a win as an NFL coach. The, this Jaguars thing is is uh, it's just stupid. Like <laughs> it's not it's not going to help that unless they also fire fire Blake Bortles at the same time. Yeah, you like, hate Bortles. This is not going to make a difference. All right, uh, MVP talk. Matt Ryan until he loses this Sunday. 
uh, Matt Ryan, period. Yeah. Unless uh, you're giving it to Tom Brady. but I'm starting to feel like Matt Ryan is kind of running away with it in terms of the way people are talking about it. I feel like he's everyone's favorite. I feel like a lot of people are trying to make that late push for Aaron Rodgers. I want it to go to Matt Ryan. I I don't think Matt Ryan's getting another one. I would take Dak Prescott or Ezekiel Elliott over over, uh, Aaron Rodgers. No no problem. Do you think it's because they're fighting it out in the same team as it kind of hurts both of their chances? I think no one wants to give them credit because they're rookies. Yep, that always it. happens. It's like that uh, Heisman to a freshman thing. Yeah, uh, it's part of it, and I think that people would love to be like, oh, it's the offensive line, which to an extent it is. That offensive line is incredible. The talent on the offensive line is awesome. But you don't give an MVP to an offensive lineman. And what the thing about the thing about it is if you give that award to Ezekiel Elliott, you're saying like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, this is the best offensive line in the NFL. It's not like Ezekiel Elliott won that award by himself. So, I don't know. For me, that's, that's where I'm at. If you took... Ezekiel Elliott off that team and replaced with Alfred Morris, they'd probably lose like two wins. But if you took Dak Prescott and you had them start Matt Castle all year, they would have won like six games. They're, that they're, was proven last year. They are a lot worse of a football team than without uh, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott was worth was worth six wins at least, in my opinion. I know they had a lot of injuries on defense last year, so you can chalk up a couple of those lose, losses to that. But man, he, he put in work this season, and I think kids get... This kid, Mike. This kid's got a this bright future. This kid, Mike. <laughs> Mike. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we... Uh... Spider 2, why banana? Is, so would you say that he's a lock for offensive rookie of the year then? Because I think Zeke Elliott's probably going to beat him out for that. And that's yeah. kind of unfortunate. Uh, I think that those things are different. Like the MVP versus... For me, MVP and offensive player mean di- of the year mean different things. I think that if it was offensive MVP... I would pick Dak, but if it's offensive player of the year, I'd pick Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott was the best player at his position in the entire NFL. Potentially, you, there's two or three guys in the mix, but and he was in, a rookie, and so he was a offensive rookie. rookie of the year. And he does everything you want a running back to do. It's not like oh, Ezekiel Elliott, he just runs. He's super. He complete. runs. He blocks. He catches. Yeah, like he's the total package. I still can't believe the Cowboys got away with drafting him. The scouts drooled over his pass blocking leading Man. up to the draft, which just, is just crazy. And he just he just destroys people in the blocking game too. Like he's not. It's not like he's like a passive blocker where he just gets in the guy's way. Like he goes after these linebackers and just blows them up. And it's like what you can tell he enjoys it. It's like yeah. his chance to give the hit. Yeah, and it, it, I think it. It's part of the whole team. The, this is why Dallas has been so successful this year. This is why I'm picking Dallas in that game. Is that they have like a team mentality going. Like they have this positivity about them. I really like the momentum that they're building. I, it's really hard to win a Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback. I would be stunned if they actually sealed the deal with Dak Prescott as the quarterback. That being said, they're a great team. And I, I really enjoy watching them play football, even though I'm never like, you know, pulling for the Cowboys. They've put something together that I really enjoy. Jerry Jones is a business genius. I, I don't, I, you know, he's kind of an abrasive personality, but he has done something really interesting and special in Dallas. Yeah. All right. Well, that got us to six, that got us to 16 minutes. So we're going to head on out. Uh, if you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, you can, you can follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, you can, whatever you want to do, just wherever you follow us, just, Give it the highest rating possible. That helps us a lot. Also, message me on Twitter if you want a sticker because we have 2,000 followers now. I'm Nathan Santo. That's Kevin Garber. This is Eric Ronnebeck. 